podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting it? Yeah, yeah, you know, I think this is going to be our last podcast, if you ask me. Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody! Episode number 430... Nope, 138. I was like, what have you guys done? Have you started a podcast without me? Done a podcast just about uh, twice a day uh, for the last couple of months. No, that still wouldn't even get us there. I'm your host, Tiggs. Numbers boy, Tiggs. And with me for this momentous top 10 of the year, every January we do it, and now it's February podcast. <laughs> Our Russ. I'm still here and I'm still strong, baby. Alex. It's my fault. And also my fault. And Peter. I just talked to producers. We're already over time. Oh, all right. And that's enough for us today. Now, uh, let's get going. Um, we are kind of on a little bit of a time frame, so we should get it on movies, that is. Um, okay, so if you've been here before, if you've listened to this Top 10 podcast, you know how this goes. It's a round-robin style where we each go through three movies at a time. So that is 1098-765-432-1. We'll also be talking about the worst movie of the year in there as well, and a couple of honorable mentions just to sprinkle on there right at the end. Uh, so let's kick it off, and I want to hear what Alex has to say about Peter's 10, 9, and 8. <laughs> <laughs> you got me again! All right. Um, I'm going to start this off uh, with my favorite animated film of the year. Uh, at number 10 for me is Mitchells versus the Machines. Um, I mean, what can, you, what, what, what can you say that hasn't been said already about the, this, like, sort of wave of animation style that... that uh, Sony Pictures, is it Sony Picture Animation or Sony Animation Studio? Yeah. Sony I've really been animation. trying different things each time, and it's fucking working. I don't know how they became, like, for me, like, almost the more preeminent animation studio. Uh, this movie's an absolute joy. Uh, mm-hmm. I really started to like it more and more each time I watched it. I did, uh, me and Caitlin, on Christmas Day, just hanging out, just the two of us, we did a rewatch of all the animated well we did a rewatch of this luca and Encanto to just try to figure out which was our favorite animated of the year and this is the one for me and it's it's already set up for me that like my yearly tradition of just being so pissed off about what wins the oscar for (laughs) best animator um and i'm already afraid uh characters especially i love the action in the third act of this movie it's so really good um, I think where I think every single character has an arc, and that is so different for a movie like this. I think the 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 drama between the family members isn't overdone. It isn't silly. It's very very believable. Even though it is like a kind of daddy daughter. I hate the way I said that. that um, yeah, I think you should just move yeah. on to the next one. Yeah, uh, sort of. Uh, dynamic that we we've seen before, but I think it's done in a much better way here. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Um, as, as I've said before, Maya Rudolph should be the only person who's allowed to play animated mothers. Um, it seems like that's what Hollywood has said. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Mars needs moms. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, that's my number ten. So I'll move quickly 
along to my number nine, um, my personal Lord and Savior, it's Benedetta. Uh, Don't say a lot. Am I the only one that's seen it? Uh, Yeah, I wanted to, but I I missed it. I thought you said Uh, Bayonetta at first, and I was all in, (laughs) but it's not Bayonetta. And I will say nothing more about it, except this is this is the one movie well one of the movies this year in which every time i thought about it in the weeks afterwards i liked it more and more um mm-hmm. wonderful performances i think it's it was like a couple other movies that we'll kind of get to it's i think it's been maligned for for silly reasons i think people judged it sight unseen for a couple different things and but you know but that's verhoven's entire career uh, through a lot of stuff right uh, it absolutely rules, and I'm very excited for the three of you to watch it. Whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's one of the amazing things about Paul Verhoeven movies is that like you can be disgusted, annoyed, or write them off at first, but I think there's always something to uh, come back to, and that kind of earworms their way in and makes you love it more. Hundred uh, percent. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, sort of. I did not know I was the only one that saw this still at this point, but uh, this makes me very excited. Um, uh, absolutely, probably my favorite Verhoeven movie. Oh. Um, mm. Got to think on that, but uh, highly recommend it. Uh, even if, if you know, if you don't know anything about it, and you look at the premise of it, and it kind of turns you off, uh, give it a chance because it's a whole lot better than I think your everyone's initial reaction is to its idea. Um, number eight for me, uh, the Souvenir Part Two. Have I think. Seen. Another movie that only I have seen. Uh, this is the rare sequel that makes me like the first one more, even though I like this one more. You know, like, usually you'll watch movies, you'll watch a sequel and be like, well, that wasn't that great. I, I appreciate what the first one did even better. This one I liked more than the first one. I absolutely love this movie. And it made me appreciate what the first one was. And it becomes this full, complete piece of... Uh, a filmmaker's journey from youth to adulthood. And it becomes more of like a story about where she is now, even though it's a continuation of her postgraduate sort of film school uh, life. It's, it, it really goes to some wild places by the end. And it, as I said, like it's the first one is the first one is, is based on, uh, the direct, the writer director's uh, old diaries and, and a uh, specific relationship she had when she was very young with an older man, a very weird older man who turns out to have a million problems. Uh, and this one is about her still at that age. It almost it's almost like a pretty much like few months later sequel. I think it's like very 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 close, and it's about her at that age making a student film about that relationship. And what it has to say about the fact that she's still making films about that relationship, as I said, it becomes a greater piece about who she is now with what it, it what it gets to in its final third. Um, I it, even I like the first one. I didn't mm-hmm. but as much as I heard other people did, but I absolutely fell in love with this one. And, and if, if you well, like the first one at all, you have to watch the second one. Well, this is all setting up the souvenir dark universe. Well, that's what I assume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next one is a souvenir comes home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's when they bring back the people from the other. Yeah. That's what the yeah. souvenir becomes like a supernatural god in ways yeah, that yeah. can be killed. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, 
All right. Uh, that's my ten nine eight. Uh, tradition says that, that I picked the next person, right? That is, that is tradition. Yeah, and I think, you know, you, you, Alex, you probably got ready and got really excited. So if you could go ahead and ask Russ to give us his 1098. <laughs> um, hey, Russ, I know Peter's yeah. not talking to you right now, but could you? I'm glad you're back, and could you please Thank you. give us your 1098? I would I, like, absolutely I, love to. Can we have, like, a passive-aggressive pod? I guess we already do. <laughs> Maybe one that isn't. Yeah, seriously. Uh, have yeah. you seen our emails? Um, okay, so. I haven't. That's why yeah. we're over. Well, yeah. Some, there's a lot of passive aggression in there. I'm just saying. All right. So, my 10, 9, 8. Um, as is customary, I'll start with 10, and then I'll move from 9, and then to 8. Whoa. As, Whoa. as we on. do. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't want to... Uh, buck tradition so i'm just gonna start with 10 and my number 10 uh favorite movie of 2021 um shockingly enough is malignant i tried to get this movie out of my head uh i watched it by myself right um i watched it by myself uh first time around and was like not fully paying attention, and then I started. It it just got weirder and weirder, and I got more and more interested. And then I watched it and was like, no, they didn't, no. And then I rewatched it, and I was like, oh, holy crap, this is like one of the greatest bad movies I've ever seen, or bad good movie. I don't know if it's a great bad movie or a bad great movie, but it's a really fun horror movie that really swings for the fences. Like I mentioned in our podcast previously, James Wan finally got carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wanted. And, you know, this is something that he had, like, sitting in a drawer from when he was, like, in film school. And it was just so fun and inventive and weird. And I loved every minute of it. And I've seen it multiple times at this point, and it never fails to disappoint. Loved Malignant. Highly recommend it. Everyone should see it, even though it's a weird-ass movie. My number nine. Uh, oh, well, I didn't even notice that. My number nine is a film uh, interestingly titled Nine Days. Oh. Uh, nobody saw this movie. Nope. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, very few people saw this movie. <laughs> it, it was one that really affected me. Um, it's an extremely small in like i don't know maybe it played in two theaters super small film about kind of a magical not magical but kind of magical realismy ish about like how we come to be humans like how soul like in a in a year where or in a year where soul came out and is about like how souls get into bodies I think this was a more interesting version of that. Um, it deals with a, a guy who basically, you know, tests people and determines whether or not they're worthy enough to, you know, be born. And I think the way it uses its very small budget to tell a very big story is really interesting. I thought Winston Duke was phenomenal. I think this is his first like real lead role. Yeah. Um, but I thought Benedict Wong was great as his like buddy. 
and then all of the other people who are playing like would be souls like Zazy Beats and uh, uh, Bill Skarsgård and Tony Hale from Veep, uh, or Arrested, depending on where you know him from. Uh, just really, really great. Loved it. Beautiful little movie. Um, something I wish more people saw, but um, it it really left an impression on me. And my eight is... Um, Honestly, a movie I thought would be boring as hell, and it wasn't. Uh, Spencer. Um, it, it's. I generally couldn't give less of a shit about anything that has to do with the royal family. Truly, don't care. I'm not interested in it. I've never been interested in it. I will never be interested in it. And I'm not one of these. Oh well, Princess Diana stuff is really interesting. I don't care at all. So the barrier to get me invested in this movie uh, was pretty high because I don't give a shit about the subject matter. I just heard Kristen Stewart may be pretty good in it. And uh, the people who said that weren't lying because not only was she great, but I think the way they told this story was really, really smart. They only, I think it was a couple of days, maybe a week. Uh, of time in the life of a woman who felt like she was basically in a prison and didn't want to stay in it anymore nor have her children in it and it was just about all of the social structures that keep that you know sort of prison in place and how it it, nothing looked more suffocating uh, than her life in this movie and watching her fight to do everything to just maintain some semblance of herself. I, I just thought it was, as a, was a really well done film top to bottom. I think Kristen Stewart was phenomenal. Some of the best acting I've ever seen her do. And yeah, I still don't give a shit about the Royal family at all, but I if there were more stories sort of told in a smaller bottle about a specific thing, maybe I'd care a little bit more. But this movie, uh, it did everything for me. Loved it. Amazing score, too. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so, Alex. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm tired of people screwing with you, you know? Like... No, I know. Oh, right? It's like extremely frustrating. So I'm going to put a stop to it right now. Alex, why don't you give me the movies that Tiggs talked about? No, no, please. no. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Tiggs, you don't mind telling Russ and everyone else your, your 1098. Uh, uh, Peter, could you tell Alex that I'm talking to Russ? okay uh peter do you mind telling russ that you two are talking wait no you uh, we're not talking (laughs) come on come on that's up the game i know we haven't done improv in forever but (laughs) but we got the game going here we got the game going all right here we go uh so i have been staring at my number 10 and 9 uh while everyone else has been kind of giving their list and debating whether i should be swapping them out for some of the honorable mentions because Mm. i do think that they're probably There are definitely better movies in my honorable mentions that I, I uh, even ones that have been said currently. Um, but I'm going to stick to my guns and just say, go for it. Number 10 guns. is one of three movies that I watched 
that came out this year that I watched multiple times. And so I have to give number 10 to Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon yes, City. fucking knew it. Fucking yes. I, I messaged both Peter and Russ about this. Thing. I can't wait for this movie to make it on there. And as soon as you said that, I was like, this is coming in at the number 10 spot. I feel it in my bones. Yep. It, it has to be, right? It has to be. because it, I mean, no And way. I respect it. I completely respect this move. It's just, it's so much fun. And, and oh it does... God. It does the B-movie, it does everything of the Resident Evil games that you like about the Resident Evil games, the nostalgia of the Resident Evil games well. Uh, It does it properly. It's bad and it's great at the same time. Um, It's not, Malignant is a really good, well done, bad movie. Resident Evil is not that well done, but it's just so much more fun for me. I love Malignant. That that almost made it. That is in my that is in my eleven through fourteen or eleven through fifteen right now. But I got to give it up to Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City, um, because it's just, you could just put it on, you just leave it on, watch it a bunch of times. It's just it's too much. It, it's just too much fun. It is it is exactly what I wanted from it, especially in a year where we had this year was Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and this, this is I, I dare to say. I think it's the best video game adaptation movie I, that we've ever had. I think you're, it's the one that decided to just be the game. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like so refreshing for most people. Like, all right, we're going to take this game. We're going to put it in the real world or something. Right. And no, we, they said, fuck it. We're yep. just doing these. We're going to take two games. We're going to throw it together. It's not enough time for it. <laughs> Who cares? Which is which is like the smart thing to do, right? Because you could just make the game of the first movie and stretch it out to the hour and a half length, and it's just going to be boring. It's going to be filler. But they're just like, no, screw it. We're gonna we're gonna do both games. We're gonna take some stuff from three, throw it in there too, because no one cares. Like the only people who are gonna care are the nerds who are gonna talk about it and put it on a top ten list in the podcast, and that's who we're making this for. We're not making it for a kid who who has yeah. no idea what Resident Evil is, um, even though there are new games coming out and they've been pretty good. Um, all right. Number nine. Lots of fun. So much fun. So much fun. Um, number nine. Uh, I, again, debating what to put here. Um, when I I was thinking about the Marvel movies that have come out and the ones that I have enjoyed the most this year, um, you know, Black Widow, I saw it on Disney plus. I was like, that was good. That was fun. I wouldn't have gone to a theater for it. Um, Shang-Chi is my number nine because it was the first movie I went back to in the theaters and just it reinvigorated my like my everything that I wanted the Marvel movies to be. And then Eternals came out and sucked all the life out of it. But <laughs> so. Aww. No, but it takes man. Is that like why is Shang-Chi so much fun? It's so good. Like it's just, everyone is. Yep. It's fantastic in it. I loved it. it it's, it's fantastic. It's funny. It, it's got the spirit of, I guess, like, of seeing, like, almost like the uh, Iron Man or the original Captain America, things like that, where it, it's, it, it takes itself seriously, but there's just so much funny going about it. You love the relationship between the characters. The action is really good. And I think that's what it comes down to a lot, too, right? Um, the, a lot of the, the action scenes that were kind of lifted out of, uh, out of old, um, uh, like Kung Fu movies and, and Jackie Chan movies and like seeing that happening now in these Marvel movies and just like recognizing it when they're on the scaffolding and you're like, oh, I remember that. Or like, oh, I remember this thing. This was a lot like that happened in like Police Story or something like that. 
Um, and, and so all of that kind of coming together and, and just being probably like my favorite popcorn movie of the year to just sit there and just enjoy while watching. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with that. It also got to the point where I'm like, yo, we're looking at things that suck dude souls out and dragons. And this is Marvel coming after like black widow, yep. a very grounded movie. And I'm like, yeah, sure. No, this all makes sense. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Also, it's just like sometimes in these movies, especially someone's like origin story movie, it just ends up in a like a CG battle where it's like uh, one person versus someone that's like just like them, but a different color. And it's just a gray CG blob. And like they made this like bright and colorful and interesting. And like it's something that like I think that like you didn't have to see 10 movies to understand. Yes. Like it's, yeah. And, and I think it was just, it was just so nice to enjoy uh, a Marvel movie on its own again. I think, and that was the most refreshing part probably is that you, like anybody could just come in and just watch it and enjoy it. And there'd be some stuff where you're just like, I don't know who that dude is who just like created a portal and walked through, but it doesn't matter. Like, you know that he's important. That's really all you need to know about. Like, but if you hadn't seen anything else, you could still just completely enjoy this. Um, it, it reminds me a lot of like the first Ant-Man in a lot of ways because of that. Yeah. Um, I got palate cleanser there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Number eight. I bet we'll hear about this on some other lists. Maybe. I don't know. But it's the Green Knight, um, which is just fantastic. J- just like, like uh, just a lyrical poem of a movie that is just so intriguing and interesting to watch uh fantastic performances by all it, it doesn't necessarily stick fully to like the original text and i've never read it and i don't probably never going to but um it made me very interested in actually going down and like trying to trying to read it and then i tried to and was like, i read it in college you don't yeah this is i i feel like that's it's good like, but yeah. like don't do it to yourself uh, it made me interested to do that. Instead, I just watched a whole bunch of video essays on it. And I yeah, 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 do that's that. the right yeah, way do, to do it. Yeah. Go down the YouTube hole, <laughs> yep. wiki hole, something like that. Don't read it. Uh, everything about it from um, kind of watching the story unfold to the ending that you kind of think is happening to it being in his head to, to the journey to like face the Green Knight to the actual ending. It's just... It's just such an incredible journey, and not not the incredible journey because that's a that's the greatest movie of all time. Watching a two dogs and a cat kind of go across the you know the United States, but it is mm-hmm. just fantastic acting all around, um, and just really, if you were to just put this on in the background, it would start to demand your attention in a way that few other movies I think do, um, because you're just like, what the hell is going? On? Oh wow. And then it just drags you in um, and doesn't let go. All right. Is it time? I think it's time. Pete, you want to give us your next three or do we go to Alex? I'm not sure what to do here. It's okay. All right. I I, I think it would be okay if we go to Alex. All right. Alex. Well, thank you. Uh, All right. My number 10. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um. I completely forgot this movie had come out in 2021. Um, Holy crap, it did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was... right. Shit, I thought that was covered last year. So did I. I. Oh. No. Did we not cover was... it last year? We didn't. 
That. No. Good call. Oh, God damn it. Damn. This had two of my favorite performances um, in a long time uh, between uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield. Um, Lakeith Stanfield was phenomenal. Freaking yeah. amazing. So good. Um, you know, this is just like... It's such a, like, an amazing story just about these, like, I don't know, like, this captivating, important movement and just, like, done and just, like, in a way that, like, you watch everything. You watch him betray uh, Fred Hampton and you're just like, no, oh, don't do it. Like, it's just, yeah. like, it's – and, like, and, and he's just so – Clue's just, like, his speeches and everything are just, like, they're so – like well done you're just like i know you're a guy pretending to be another guy but i can see the yeah. uh just like the the charisma there and um I, I i just i really enjoyed this um i need to watch it again it's been you know nine months since it came out um but i really loved it uh, i forgot number that nine. this came out this year damn yeah that yeah i know so too. just so you know guys i'm gonna have the basic movies on mine um there's not gonna be like my friend's foot part five or whatever. <laughs> like, um, but whoa, 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 whoa. but my friend's foot, we can all agree. That, honestly, one of the better foreign films I've seen out of Iceland in a really mm -hmm. long time. Yep. Uh, and the fact that there was, there was no feet. Uh, no, not at all. Really? Not at all. Well, I mean, I think that's what they're trying to say. You, like you fill in the feet. Like that's the right. thing. Yeah. With your mouth. Yeah. Uh, we're the feet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number nine, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Nice. Um, yeah, like Peter said, I think this is, like, um, one of my favorite animated movies um, uh, in a while. Um, what's, I never watched Gravity Falls. That was a show, right? That was a show, yep. It's apparently a very good one. It was a good apparently show. Apparently very good. People are obsessed I, with it. I really like Gravity Falls. It's very yeah. good. Um, but yeah, if this is his writing and style, I think I could definitely get into that. Um, that was nine and eight. It is Red Rocket. I didn't see this. Um, I just this is one of the ones I just watched in the last week that shifted around between it was an honorable mention for a while, then number ten, then it was one of those ones I started talking about. Yeah. Um. And my God, like I didn't see the Florida Project, so I'm not used to. Uh, oh, it's phenomenal! Oh, it's really yeah. good. Like this, just like portrait of people that you get, and just like Mikey Sape is just this horrible, opportunistic piece <laughs> of shit, and you just see him perpetuate the horrible cycles of his life nonstop, and you're like, I are you gonna figure it out? Are you gonna? get your comeuppance, all these things. And it's just like, you're, you're hooked. And it's just like, I don't know. It's in, in, um, the, the woman that plays the, the young girl, she's fantastic. Um, and her little yeah. like piano cover of bye, bye, bye. Ooh, um, I'm sold. So good. Uh, I'm surprised that's not all over. Actually. I don't know if it's not all over TikTok. TikTok I feel like kids would eat like that up. It probably is. Um, Right, I've, but yeah, I've never been on TikTok. I, I, I would think that a movie about a former porn star moving to a small Texas town would be a movie that I love. Uh, but I thought this was amazing performances by the dude from Scary Movie and yeah. everyone else. Loved uh, it. 
every time he talks about to someone new about his AVNs. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. <laughs> I mean, like, well, why do you win the award? Wasn't she doing all the work? Yeah, <laughs> I've got to pull her hair, and I gotta say, it's just, just what a piece of shit. <laughs> What a captivating piece of shit. Oh, yeah. You find out one of them was for a blow bang. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, well, we all shared the award. <laughs> I, I got the award. It was, I was snubbed for my portrayal of Paul Walker in the Fast and the Furious oh. parody. Oh. It was a snub of the night. <laughs> uh, so good. I, this movie is fantastic. I, I, this, I watched this. I have to see the Florida Project. Oh yeah, it's, it, it's really phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So, gosh, that was me. That was you. Uh, so now, next round starts. We're gonna. You know what, Russ? Let's hear back from you. You got it, dude. Um. So it's gonna be a little bit of an echo, but my number seven is Red Rocket. Uh, what can be said about a movie that was just spoken about? Not a whole lot, so I won't <laughs> say too, too much. But I love Simon Rex. I love his his uh, his rap career as Dirt Nasty, and I love <laughs> Sean Baker. So this was a movie that was like, kind of pulled out of the mad libs of my brain. Uh, it's, it's just perfect, and yeah, is it a little creepy and a little groomy? Sure, but... I don't think they're trying to get you to like this person. Yeah. They're just showing you, but they're also not getting, they're not, I I don't think there's a lot of moralizing in the movie, which I appreciate. It's just like, these are people, this is what they're doing. You can like it or not like it. It's really not that great. What it's definitely not great what he's doing, but we're not going to sit here and tell you that, like, look at his life. That'll let you know that he makes the worst decisions possible. Oh, so many bad decisions. And it does just, a lot of showing and not telling, which I appreciate. And, um, and, and, I, and I think like every extra and every person cast in it, you believe is just a normal person from the mm-hmm, town. Mm-hmm. 100%. Absolutely loved it. Red Rocket, so fun. Uh, but Sean Baker, he, he's he's one of those people who will probably perpetually have a spot on one of my lists because he makes stuff that I'm just fully invested in. Um, and then coming in at what six, Holy shit. We're moving yeah, right we're along. Moving. Uh, it's another, uh, retread from other lists so far, but Mitchell's versus the machines. Nice. Um, it's just one. The animation is some of the best animation I've seen in a while. And two, it's just a fucking really fun movie that I think even people who don't like like animation or high concept stuff, there's something in this for everybody. I think the vocal, the vocal performances are all phenomenal. I yeah. think the jokes all hit. I think the action is cool. Uh, even like little sound beats, like the like the when the mom goes samurai and you hear like the kill bill sort of siren call. It's just, there's just so much fun in this movie. Uh, And like, it's nice to see animated movies like really, really enjoy the fact that they can kind of do anything as opposed to, but still tell an emotionally grounded story. I'm not shitting on Pixar, but 
everything about Pixar feels like therapy. And this was just like, you know, this had just as much family feeling, vibey stuff, but in a way that's completely digestible for an adult or a kid. So nice work. It is strange that this came out the same year as my favorite Pixar movie in years, uh, Luca. The, oh. I enjoyed Luca. I still um, haven't seen it. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's great. Um, it's very good. And then uh, coming in at, what are we at now? Five? Six? Five? Yeah, five? Five. Yeah, five? Okay. Uh, a movie that sounds like it was ripped straight out of something that Alex would make up as an independent movie, Drive My Car. Uh, Drive My Car is a fucking phenomenal foreign film about grief uh for the most maybe grief yeah i think it's about grief uh or not i don't know but it's (laughs) it's just a really good movie about basically a, a man who's experienced some loss and um he's kind of going through some changes and needs a driver and uh it's about the relationship between him and this driver but also him and his wife, who I don't think it's a spoiler to say passes away. Um, And just like him learning to deal with the totality of who his wife was and um, some of the things that she had done when she was alive that he may have taken issue with. But it's really, it's a really, really small movie, uh, that doesn't have, I don't think there's more than 10 people in it, but it, it just, it's really doing something a lot different than a lot of other movies. Very dialogue heavy, uh, very small and really affecting. And I thought that, uh, the woman who played his driver had such a tough role to pull off because most of the action happening in the movie happens around her and we're supposed to sort of glean what she's thinking and what she's feeling really just from like her eyes. Um, and I, I just think it's a really beautiful movie. It's like a, it, you gotta, you gotta read and you gotta pay attention. Yeah. It's a Japanese foreign film, but it, it's really, really, really beautiful. And it played in like one theater, um, I think it'll probably get a best foreign film nomination, but it, it is truly, truly phenomenal. Yeah, they're gonna say outrageous. It's <laughs> like ge- what was that gem? Yeah, but no, I highly recommend it. It's was this based really on good. the Murakami story? It is. Okay. He, yes, and it's as Russ said, it's the smallest movie ever. It's based on a short story, and yet it's it's three hours long. Okay. Yes, very long. It's, but honestly, the I don't feel I don't feel I didn't feel yeah, the length as much weird. as most movies. No, I think this I think this movie is a breeze. Um, this this is one of my I can't believe it's in eleven through fifteen, um, in that group, uh, 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 for me. But as you say, it it, it really does fly by, or dri- or drive by. by. I hate yeah, it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but can you believe it's butter? Yeah. Oh boy. So uh, we're gonna mix shit up. Hmm. Alex, you're back on the clock. 
Whoa. Oh, shit. I was oh, not boy. prepared for that. I have, to, I, I have to look at my phone again. Um, uh, we are seven, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Seven. Oh, my God. Probably the movie I think I've seen the most uh, because it's the most fun. Barb and Star visit Vista Del Mar. <sighs> Another one I missed. Um, You're kidding me, Tiggs. Nope. Uh, this movie brings me back as someone that quoted Austin Powers a lot in in high school. And, what? Uh, you know, whatever. You yeah, know, you'd never believe it. Um, this brought me back to that level of fun, silly comedies. Um, and like the cast is just hilarious and amazing. And I, I could watch and quote this movie forever. Um, it was so much fun. This movie is this movie's the Trish of uh, of movies. <laughs> I, I truly can't believe you haven't seen it. It was on my list of things to see, but it was right next to the last duel, so I probably just like skipped reading over it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, I love this movie way more than I should. Um, all right, next I've got Shiva Baby, one that I just watched. Um, holy shit, this is a 77-minute long panic attack. <laughs> awesome. Um, if you want to not feel all right, <laughs> watch Shiva Baby. <laughs> I do like not feeling all right. Uh, today, mm -hmm. this yeah, this is a very short movie that I haven't find time, found time for because this is all that I've heard about it. <laughs> um, so it's it's about um, a, a young girl that goes to um, a shiva uh, like a, a funeral um, and runs into her like guy that she's in like a sugar daddy relationship with, mm -hmm. and. Everything around her is just falling apart. All the stories and lies she's told everyone come crashing down. And even while her family and other people are being supportive, she just completely is just in her own psychic hell. And there's just this dissident horrible uneasy soundtrack just the cinematography mm. kind of like spencer this stuff like this is this and spencer have battled a lot in my head as to which one i liked better but the shiva baby is the one that really stuck with me uh for the last two days uh You're or telling me sir and um wait takes you did this either i did not know no okay wow all right i got one past you guys um <laughs> I, I I just the the cast is is fantastic in it. Uh, is it Fred Melamed? Um, the guy with the it? voice. Yes. Yes. Um, he is like her doofy, oblivious dad, and just like her, uh, him and her mom are just like constantly just like fighting about the most like parental things ever. Just like I can't find my phone, and just like just like everything while she's like trapped there like having just sent a nude to this guy in the like it just all, all these things are just like you are sitting there just clenched as just all these kind of almost like mundane things are happening but her yeah her web of life just, just completely disintegrates it's, it's fantastic I, I can't 
um, stressed that enough. I really loved it. So next, it's a little movie about family um, and finding um, where you belong and um, really filling uh, the hole left by grief uh, in your life. Uh, Titanic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not expect to love this movie. <laughs> it was like... It was kind of a meme for me for a long time. Yeah. And it was one that was like, oh, it's the car fucking movie. Um, <laughs> I mean, accurate. It's funny here. <laughs> but, dude, like, all that stuff in the first half hour is just so just visceral and crazy and just, it's it's nuts. Yep. But then when it takes the turn, yeah, it gets weirdly, like, I don't want to say wholesome, nothing wholesome about what happens, but the way that, like, her and the captain character start to kind of, like, need each other and love each other, uh, it's, I I don't know, it, it was actually, like, affecting, and I... I ended up really loving it and want to watch it again. Nice. I think this it can escape the sort of meme thought that people have going into it because it just it refuses to be about what you thought it was about at the yeah. same time yep. refusing to let you know what it's about anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's not about what yeah. you think, but it's also not about it's a, anything it's not, you think. It's not not about what you think. It's not not about anything that you don't think. But unless but it just, is, unless it is yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Why, why was this movie good? I don't know, but it was, and that's why I want to ask Peter to ask Tiggs about his movies. Oh, right. uh, I did it. Yeah, that was fun. Tiggs, why don't you give us your seven six five? All right, my seven, six, five. Here we go. All right, number seven is a little movie about a pig <laughs> called Pig. Um, this movie was nothing like I expected it to be. Right. And everything that I wanted it to be by the end. Um, it was. It was just such a... It was intense. It was it was heartwarming. It was depressing. It, it was everything. And, and Nicolas Cage comes in with one of the best performances I've seen Nicolas Cage give. And, and like a subdued Cage as yeah. well, which, which you don't see that often. But he just nailed it from... Like, if, if you hear you're going to get a great Nicolas Cage performance in the last 15 years, you're assuming it's going to be the over-the-top Nicolas Cage. Exactly. Not leaving Las Vegas Nicolas Cage, and that was 19 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Or almost 30 years 30 ago. 30 years ago. Yeah, it was a long time. It was a... Holy oh my God. shit. That was yeah. 29... That was like 93 or 94. Jeez. So, yeah, I think it's you're apt for saying it's not the cage you think. It's not the cage you think, but after you see it, it's the cage that you want. Oh, or yeah. this one role, at the very least. Um... Just like the weird, the the weird world of, of restaurateurs, um, the underground fighting, of also of restaurateurs or something like the, I, I, there are so many weird layers to this movie about him just trying to find his truffle pig, and then 
And then at the end, when, when, when the pig was killed and he finds out and it's just, you just, I was uh. so depressed. I couldn't believe, like it, it's, it's him searching only to, to have it all ripped out from under him. Especially with his secondary reveal after we learn what happened. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What what he says about the real reason why he's been doing this. And it's it's oddly beautiful. The whole thing is just oddly beautiful in a way that I didn't th- especially from the posters where it's just like, "Oh man, this is this a horror movie about a pig?" And then reading about it be like, "Oh, it's like John Wick with a pig." And yep. it's neither of those things yeah, at uh, all. Um Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because even the Fight Club is isn't a Fight Club. It's no. just like sh- famous chefs are so shitty that people will pay to beat the shit out of them. Yep. It's <laughs> fantastic. Oh, it, it's fantastic. It, it's fantastic. Um, Ugh. my number six was or is a Quiet Place Part Two because I think that. I loved A Quiet Place Part 1. I, I think that it was one of my... It was my number one of the year. Um, I, I've I've seen A Quiet Place Part 2 a couple of times now as well. Um, I think that the acting is top-notch. I think that the two kids are amazing. I think that there are scenes in this. Uh, the scene on the dock. Uh, the, the diving into Ooh, the water. Yeah. Um, there are things that just, like, I will just remember. And then at the end... Um, where it's the juxtaposition of of the kids, uh, it, one in like the radio station, and one like w- with with the mother and the and the child, and and the kids kind of like taking on those protector roles at the exact same oh, yeah. time, just like spliced together and cutting between the two of it. Yeah, that I was just like, this is so incredibly well done, and I was just I was so pumped when they both just like took that on and just oh my god I could I I could watch those the the those two scenes I think are are probably like the two most phenomenal scenes I could think of right now um you're the year. I think you're you're right for that cuz at first when I was hearing that that we were going to get more movies in this universe I was like that's fucking stupid that's, Yeah exactly we don't really even need a second one but I think once you see that, oh, no, 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 we're, we're not going to focus on the same people uh, like in the way that you think. Like Adults in this movie are kind of supporting characters to the children now being the leads. Yep. And that works so well. And I'm like, oh, well, if, that, if you're going to mix shit up and you're okay with shifting perspectives of who we follow, well, then this has a very long lifespan. Yes, 100%. Um, I, I, I mean... I don't think that there's a need for a part three after this. I'm sure there will be, and I'm sure I'm going to mm-hmm. really enjoy it uh, because yeah. it's going to do something different. I know it will be. Um, they, they, they changed it up so much with this one. Because um, I really expected it just to be like following like the mother the whole time, and then it wasn't that at all um, in the way that the, the roles really kind of change. Um, yeah, that's what, what drove me crazy about some reactions to this movie and kind of makes me nervous about a part three with like a lot of people being like, well, I like the first one, but this one, like, what was the point of this one? It wasn't really about anything. Like, why did we need it? And I think this movie is more about something than the first one was. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yep. And I, it makes this me... This one has a plot in the first the one. The first one just, just sets up a world. like, yeah. this is scary. Yeah. I, and I don't know what they do for the third one because, like, I don't know. I just, I just take it as, like, 
so much of like what two parents that might have different styles can do for their kids and what and how you prepare a world for them and what it means for them to then make it their own and do something with that. And I was like, I just like screaming every time people, what I read from people they are like, well, it's not really about anything. It's about, it's about everything. It's just yeah. literally about everything. So I just don't know where you go with three. Yeah. Is my, my I, I, I totally agree. Um, it's got to do with the baby. The baby. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, and my number five, Five? Yeah. yeah. No, number five, yeah. as been said on everyone else's list so far, is Mitchell's versus the Machines, because it's amazing and everyone should see it immediately. Uh, we've talked about it a bunch. I'm not going to go too much deeper into it, um, but I will say that all of the Los Campesino songs in it really oh, drove yeah. it over the top for me, and it was the best. Um, I think this is our first all four of us have it movie. Uh, it is. In it is the last few years. Yep. Yeah. One last year. That's exciting. Uh, we all had Parasite two years ago, but last year we all had different stuff. It's crazy. And uh, this is... How, there's been some overlap. Well, not on my list. Never mind. Let's just keep going. Peter, you're up. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay. Seven. Uh, seven for me is uh, The Power of the Dog. Nice. Okay. Um. I think this movie is gorgeous. I, I, it's, it does the classic um, landscape shots from inside and oh, outdoors. So good. Yep. And I wanted 900 more. Yeah. Um, this movie for me, I think, starts off really interesting. And I'm, I think I'm getting the plot in kind of one way and kind of what it's going on. And like the how Benedict Cumberbatch's character is like so insistent that his brother like do all this stuff with him. It's like it's me and you. It's me and you. And then there's this moment that completely unlocks the rest of this movie for me, and I am I'm into it on a di- different level when Jesse Plemons goes on a drive with Kirsten Dunst after they've been married, and he kind of just cries a little bit and mm-hmm. says that he's just so happy to not be alone. Yeah. And after the whole opening, the fact that his brother's mad that they won't have each other anymore in this way, and then that he's going to be alone, and to like learn that his brother's like always, always, always felt that. It was just like, I am so fucking in the pocket for everything else this movie is going to do. Um, absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, next for me, a movie that I have thought about every couple of weeks. Um, was very very upset when I finally watched his previous film after not having it on my list because I didn't see it at that point, is The Card Counter. Oh, yeah. This one... This is. I think this is... I think 14 or 15 yeah. on my list, but fucking loved it. Yeah, this was 13 yes. for me. Yeah, I really absolutely, this is another one when it really kind of comes together and sh- and you, I feel like you learned so fucking much about Oscar Isaac's character. Yeah. Even though he's so quiet in what he does and like the violence it gets into and, and, and shows at the end is just like, how much this man like attempted to completely unattach himself from the world. And the second he shows a little bit of attachment, like he's like, F- Oh fuck, this is who I am. I'm back in. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. It, is, like, it worked so well on, on that level for me. I think he's incredible. I think Tiffany Haddish is incredible. Um, this movie might be higher if Tyler, Ty Sheridan didn't suck. Well, um, I didn't think he was that good. No. 
And I don't think he is that good. Like, period. I just don't think he's that good. Yeah. Um, don't see the tender bar. <laughs> um, and it's like, every time I look at him, I'm like, you're like, you yeah. get role like Barry Keoghan or whatever the fuck his last name is. I'm like, could do whatever it is you do a thousand times better every time. God, he would fucking have murder this movie. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, you've got the wrong young weirdo. <laughs> um, Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is a movie that has caused some weird controversy for, I think, surface level stuff it's granted there is one fucking weird ass part of it uh but number five for me is licorice pizza get rid uh, of one scene uh, or two scenes and yeah. it's fine but the rest of the discourse i don't really understand the rest of the discourse i i, I have never liked a simple dumb use of a main template as the the one that's supposed to be, that's like the big soldier getting shot in the back attacking a child and it's like and it's the, the the bullets are the discourse, and the soldier is licorice pizza, and the little child is uh, Red Rocket. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, because Red Rocket truly is about a disgusting person grooming a Absolutely. child. Absolutely. And and to what Alex said earlier about like the bye 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 scene, like they treat this kid so well, and it the second they the two of them like make a porn together, they completely. Ugh change how the camera treats this girl yeah in that sequence and it's like you don't want there to be nudity in that movie but it does it for a reason yeah and i think that's that's oh my god the movie's so good uh that just looked up but licorice pizza as i said i I think the discourse is super dumb i completely agree with uh alana hames take who's like someone was like so what do you think happens after this movie she's like i think they run down the street and gary does something like pulls a little too hard i fall down and i don't talk to him for a few weeks yeah 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 i mean it's it i think people just take issue like i think the difference between this and red rocket is red rocket was very clear cut on like uh you're seeing bad bad stuff and licorice pizza was a little more romantic but i'm like i don't know i i really don't i didn't see that part and i don't know maybe we have blind spots because it was uh, a reverse gender situation. The only thing I had an issue with in the movie was this was like the didn't yeah. need to be there. Uh, uh, John Michael Higgins. Michael. That was the only thing that I was like, this isn't, I know you're trying to be funny. So I get that, but it is. Yeah, it was a whiff. And I think that, that was they could have, they could have rectified that with just like, I don't know a, a, a line or two, or just like a, right. a scene. But, it, I, but it didn't. It didn't take me out of the movie. It didn't make me want to like say nobody see this. Yeah, that was the only thing I had an uh, uh, an actual issue with. I think Agreed. the big mistake of that sequence, uh, other than having it, period, is casting John Michael Higgins. I think that guy. For everyone, he, he's he's one of those people that some people who know his name absolutely love him and have seen him in a million things. But he's still a person for people that might not know his name. He, they see him and they're like, that guy's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, he, he's so definitely a that guy. That makes that scene immediately try to be working for comedy. And I think you can have a movie with a version of that sequence that is not played to try to be funny, and it yeah. would almost work with a different actor. If we see from someone that we're not expecting a yeah. fucking hilarious 
punchline to come at the end of all this. I think it could have worked in some way. But as it has to be with someone that we're immediately like, I don't like this person. But for, for me, like, what still doesn't take that much away from this movie is that I think it's it's just on theme with the rest of the movie of, like, these two young people learning about the level of bullshit that adults yeah. have. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're, they're sort of, like, parallel tracks with, like, him always thinking that everything was bullshit and he's going to play on that, too. And he's going to make something out of it. But then realizing that maybe he actually needs to also care about something. Like, I, I love the little scenes that show Gary, like, hooking up with other girls are so good of why he comes back to Alana. Because he's learning, like, sure, things can be dumb. I can try to hustle my way out of things, but I actually have to find something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then for Alana being like, I'm not good. I, I'm interested in you, Gary, in this weird way. Because since I'm older than you, I can call you out for being a huckster. And then she just is barraged with bullshitting adults for the rest of the, the runtime. And I think, as I said, that, that scene works in some way, shape, or form of the theme. I think it's disastrous casting first. Yeah. Disastrous casting after PTA is too good of a filmmaker to not have written something better. I, I agree. I mean, he's, he's he's one of my favorite directors and writers, and I think that seeing that that stumble just yeah. unfortunately is, is a, a blemish on what I, uh, otherwise a movie I really loved. Yeah, because I don't know if you yeah. wanted something that was so over the top as like our first glimpse of this world he's creating. I don't. I still don't think that's the right one. <laughs> Agreed. But it's the rest of this movie. I think it's it's you know it's PTA, so it's gorgeous. Go hand in hand. Um, I think the acting is superb. I you know you worry about a musician leading a movie. I think she is incredible. All I them Himes. her whole family. Yeah, all them Himes. I do when it, when it was showing the credits. It was like their parents too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like holy shit. Um, and then you worry about the son of a great actor, you know, d- you know, a dearly departed actor. You're like, maybe he's not gonna be that good. I think he is incredible. He's really yeah. good. Um, going to, I think Nicolas Cage gives my best lead male performance of the year. I think Alana Haim gives my favorite female performance of the year. Um, so that's my number five. Um, I think we just have. Oh no, I have a full plate to choose from. You do. Um, I- I'm going to ask Alex to give us his 3-2-1. Whoa. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? Peter, it's so funny that – wait, not 3-2-1. He doesn't want Um, to know what your number four is. (laughs) Well, actually, you just mentioned it. It was licorice pizza. Hi. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like I said, there is something about PTA that, like, um, I just – I, I really connect to his um, style of, of, of writing and directing. And um, I just, I, I just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it was one of those things, again, if it wasn't for those couple things in this movie, this probably would have been my number one. Oh, um, I, those two scenes different or cut out completely. It might be my one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's a shame he only makes a you know a movie every what like four or five years. Four because, or five, yeah. 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 Uh, Peter, will be forty by the time he makes another movie. You're gonna love my number three. Oh, I'm so excited! It's the last duel. Oh God, damn it! 
It's Why did you see fantastic. it? Yeah. It's I thought we had fantastic. a deal. Yeah, seriously. It's rules. It does. You're an idiot. No one's <laughs> supposed to see it. I, I, I call bullshit. This I call, is done. No, I don't think Alex has seen I, it. I, I, I sat there with like my arms crossed at first, and I was like, what is this bullshit going to be? And, um, you know, as I kind of got the structure, um, it really pulled me in. And you'd think that, like, a movie where you kind of, like, redo scenes and all that from different people's perspectives, you know, sometimes that comes off as, like, you know, a very, like, film schooly type thing. You know, someone that's seen Run, Lola, Run or something like that. Uh, too many times and decides to like oh, no. it's gonna be the same thing from you know but the way they do it is fucking so good no. and everyone's fantastic at it and just like the way that like uh, you see how again like the men are treated at first and how each one of them uh, is treated in their situations. You know, yeah. Matt Damon making himself just like this it's, valorous hero. Um, the, the the switch from story one to story two and the switch for Matt Damon's character is so incredible. And, and, and you have this opinion of Matt Damon at first and you think he's like, okay, maybe he is this great guy. And, and, also, and then you get to her story. <laughs> and you're like, host. And it lingers for that second on like the truth according to you know her is like a marguerite and it stays on the truth for a second and you see like the way he treats her and stuff like that you're just like oh this fucking poor woman who's gonna possibly be burned to death if all of this yeah can i watch this movie while i'm like on my phone no no you absolutely cannot i watch this with headphones in the dark staring at this and I know I Ridley Scott blamed millennials for their he did. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. I forgot. Uh, about what if I, I really I, You know I, what? I'm kind of on Ridley Scott's side now. 100 uh, I think if you start watching this movie on your phone, like what I talked about, what I said to Alex a second ago, you might think it's a little weird, but I think as soon as it changes perspective, you're going to lock into this movie, especially, if, also, you, especially if you're kind of not really into Matt Damon in the first part. Yeah. And, and I think even the battles are really fucking well done and gruesome. Oh yeah, the the, the titular duel is incredible. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I was just like ah, like I was I was like up like head. All like, right, it's, it's get really it, good, guys. Um, Let's move on. Right. Talk about a real movie. I I, was, I hate that this movie now will will probably have an aggregate score high enough to be one of our top three because you two fucking love it. Uh, I did. Honestly, it was almost my number one. Oh, God damn. Oh, you make me sick. No offense. <laughs> um, <laughs> my number my number two, um, he's, listen, guys, he's uh, battled uh, this year um, Ghosts in a Desert. He's fought animatronics. Mm-hmm. What I think his, the greatest movie was Pig nice. for me. Yep. of his um fucking i love pig i i was speechless by this movie yeah. it was like just that restaurant scene where he just like takes this man uh, rips him apart with just like a review of his food and he's just oh, like he's so cooking good. and you just like watch his like he die inside um it's just like it's just like it brings you into such a weird compelling world and like 
we're used to Nick Cage being weird and stuff and having a crazy wig. Um, and sometimes, again, like Dick said, like it's it's laughs. It's it's a, it's a joke that you're like, did you fucking see Nick Cage in this thing? He's insane. But for this one, it was like emotional and yeah. like rest, like I I loved it. I yeah. I could, uh, yeah. This movie's fantastic, and that's why. Uh, gosh, yeah, we got to keep moving. Gosh, uh, so Tiggs, tell me more about your movies. All right, numbers Can't four, do a bit. four, three, and two. Ah, oh. all right. Number four. No one saw it coming, but it's the last. No, wait. Sorry, that's the wrong list. It's the Velvet Underground. Uh, because I thought <sighs> that this was a fantastic documentary. Um, it is. I, I, it was incredibly well done. I thought the interviews were were really well done. Um, it, it was shot and, and edited in a very, uh, I, I guess, experimental or psychedelic way that that well, was, like, it, made it, it fun. But yeah, it was very in the linear. Way that you'd imagine like a '60s art house right. film. Exactly. Um, I thought that um, I thought that Mo Tucker was hilarious and crazy, oh. and not enough of her, but probably not enough of her because I think that she's like legit crazy. Um, so they probably couldn't have a lot of the things that she said, uh, if, if I know it's right. Um, that, that was the only downside is, I mean, uh, it was great to hear so much from like John Cale and other people who were there. But uh, Mo being alive would have been great to hear more from her as well. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen it and you like The Velvet Underground, then you owe it to yourself to go and see The Velvet Underground. Fucking fantastic. Yep. Um, my number three is Dune. Because... It was fucking Dune. It got, like, it was just so well done and enthralling and amazing. It was the, the, it was the sci-fi epic. It was everything that um, the Blade Runner uh, 2049 was, but, but done with Dune. Instead, it was, uh, you know, Dennis Villanueva taking it to, like, the next level with this, with, with just everything about it, from, from the sets and the costumes, just, just everything that that Blade Runner was just turned up to like 50 and it was like just go just 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 live in the world um i I feel like he's just like the pinch hitter for like every like sci-fi thing that we need done right now give him anything and he'll be like yeah i can do oh yeah yeah 100 percent. i can't wait for his star wars um (laughs) dude i'd see it i would it would would be the first fucking star wars that we got as adults that's what we should get outside of rogue one yeah, so I'd be pumped. I'd be super pumped for it. Um, I, I'll, I'm hoping it's on everyone else's or others' lists. Um, but uh, th- this was—I didn't expect to be as enthralled as I was, uh, especially just knowing how it was kind of just half of it. Uh, I didn't know how it was going to end. Uh, how many questions they kind of leave you with the world? They let you live in the world. And they don't give you all the answers that you would expect, but they expect you to go and do some digging to find out. Um, it's like the Dark Souls of movies in a lot of way, where it's just like, oh, yeah, here's something. Do you know what this means? No, you should probably go and look it up because we're not going to take the time to explain it to you because we're already at like the two and a half hour mark and we don't want to like give you any more filler. Um, it's fantastic. And my number two, which I'm sure everyone was expecting to be my number one, it's Evangelion 3.0 plus yes. 1.0.1, the rice upon a time, <laughs> because it's the culmination of, I don't even know at this point, how old am I? Years? 25 years, years of just being 
engaged with this story, waiting for the next chapter to come out, just watching it over and over. I remember when it used to be on Toonami at like midnight and I would have to just like, and I'd be rewatching all the episodes then. Um, it brings back all of that. It ties it all together um, in a way that is both satisfying and perplexing in the way that you would expect Evangelion to do that. Um, it is definitely, definitely up its own ass, but so much better than how The Matrix was um, in a lot of ways. So, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Goddamn, Tig's, Tig's list never disappoint. I just want to say that. <laughs> it's, again, like the just, uh, if you're that into Evangelion, and again, I am, because I'm crazy. <laughs> Um, this is the movie that you've been waiting for. You either, for everything that I've read is either love it or hate it. Um, I, I finished it. I didn't know if I loved it or hated it. So I watched like the three hours of it again. I was like, I'm pretty sure I loved it. So I had to watch the three hours of it again. So I was like, yeah, no, I do love it. Um, it's weird. It's kooky. It's, it's. It's altogether spooky. It's altogether spooky. It's Shinji and his friends saving the world and i just oh. russ <laughs> russ what's your what's your four three and two uh my four three and two uh we're getting into repeat zone but uh dune man nice. uh denis villeneuve make every movie because uh, you build worlds that are interesting mm-hmm. and i also agree like this was one where as I was watching it, I'm like, you're not really spoon feeding me this stuff. And I've never read Dune, but I'm interested. And I'm now like, like going through like the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, pretty good. Second time I watched it, I was like, oh, holy shit. Mm-hmm. It, yep. It's a movie that gets better the more you watch it because you just know more about the world. And I would love I, I'm very excited to see where this goes next. Uh, Dune Dune ruled and I it was one of those it's a sci fi corner of the culture that I really know very little about. And this movie made me interested enough to like start digging and finding shit out. So kudos. Can, um, can I wait, can I first say when I when Tiggs first said Dune, I was hoping he was gonna see he was saying Doom. And it was the direct-to-DVD <laughs> uh, Doom uh, sequel-slash-remake that came out. Did that happen this Did year? Did that happen this year? Was that this year or last year? Shit, never mind. Uh, the, all the years are the same oh. nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got Judas and the Black Messiah, and that's yeah. a movie I plumb forgot. I think I was thinking about the Oscars. That's exactly what I was thinking last year, about. Yep. So I just didn't think about that. Um, anywho, my number three... Um, is a movie I, I connect with on a, a spiritual and emotional level, and that is Titan or Titan, whatever. Um, one of the greatest movies ever made. Period. The end. It's not even close. It's this. It's this so good. was a movie that was purely for me. Um, I highly recommend if you have a girlfriend who's not really into. <laughs> quote unquote film as it were not don't take them to see this movie in theaters Mm -hmm. like i did on columbus day weekend because you will get lots of audible guffaws and gasps (laughs) that 
really uh, take you out of it a little bit. See it by yourself um, if you want to see a movie about car, uh, car fucking, which it's really about more than that. It's about a lot family and found family. What a great what movie! What is family? And yeah. I de- all these things and like it's it's so Love good. It. And he's got a um, great soundtrack. Oh god, that, that, phenomenal! That one Future Island song where it sounds like he's yes. saying "Show you the duck." Yep. Yep. <laughs> And when she's dancing on the car to doing it to death. Oh, doing it to death. Oh, 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 oh. What a great time. Great time had by all. Um, And my number two, which could have easily been my number one. I enjoyed it that much. Uh, The Green Knight. Nice. Um, I'm not I don't I'm not going to say too, too much about the movie because uh, enough has been said already. But it's really just. I I just love the kind of questions that it asks about a hero's journey and yeah. chivalry and what it is to be a man of, like, quote-unquote yeah. honor and all of that stuff. Like, does any of this bullshit even matter? Um, and, I, and I love Dev Patel in a oh lead God. role like so this. Good. So, so he's, good. He's always been able to do it. We just haven't had that many instances even lion he's only in the movie for half of it um which is crazy the guy has wild leading man chops he could be he can do a lot of different things he can be a hero he can be a villain i don't know why there aren't like why he's not one of those guys that everybody isn't just like oh yeah let's go get him he is phenomenal in this movie i thought the direction was it was one of the most beautiful movies i've seen It, it would just it made that whole fantasy realm just look so lush and alive, and I loved every minute of it, and it was exactly what I was hoping it would be, thankfully. Pete? Um, nothing makes me happier uh, for my number four that after the, the long journey of this, someone actually has The Last Duel higher than oh, me. Oh, God. Um, I'm putting The Last Duel at number four. Uh, it's it, one of those that if Ooh. I want to if I when when I watch it again, it might go higher. Um, uh, I as I've said before, I talked about it a lot. I really, really hope the two of you watch it at some point. You um, really should. No, I'm not gonna um, do it. But I'll skip it from there. Um, number three for me, a movie that would be number one if the phrase "desert power" wasn't said twice. Um, it's literally the only thing that keeps it off. Dune is number three for me. Uh, <laughs> I. Oh. Desert, desert power. It's it's I I I've read all the books. I've seen uh, several different versions. Of, well, two different versions of the story. Blah blah blah. Um, I think this, as you guys said, it's so confident in the fact that you're gonna come along with what it's doing. Yeah. It does not care to tell you too much about all of it, and I absolutely love it for that. Um, this I, I saw this in True IMAX, which was absolutely incredible. Nice. And this was a movie that. Uh, it was late one. It was like maybe 11 o'clock and I knew Caitlin was going to be super late at work. And I was like, I'm kind of tired. I don't want to, I couldn't really find a 80 minute movie or less that I wanted to watch. I was like, you know what? I'll just watch like the first half of Dune. And then Caitlin comes home at like two o'clock. And I'm like, Oh, hi. <laughs> Still watching Dune. <laughs> Cause it fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, and after all the last duel, uh, haranguing, uh, the real movie that we're going to fight about, well, I don't really want to fight about, because I fucking love it, 
and I could talk about it for hours upon hours upon hours. My number two is The Matrix Revolutions. I'm sorry, The Matrix Resurrections. Interesting. Um, I think this movie fucking rips. I think this movie, with everything that people have said about like its uh, self-referential or its meta-ness, I think is so in, in conversation with the actual theme of this movie. Also, where the filmmaker is at this point in her life and, and where these characters are and what they mean to her, but also what where franchise film is for a movie that was credited as like completely revolutionizing action blockbuster. There's nothing about what you said that I don't disagree with. (laughs) I won't. And and I, I don't either. My only thing is I, all of that self-referential sort of we're we're making a movie about making a movie, all that stuff in the first hour was everything I really, really loved. Yep. And then it 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 kind of got into, in my opinion, like Matrix two and three stuff Wait, that I whoa. never really cared. For. I I completely completely agree with Russ. I, uh, but they exactly but it's still better than two and three. Yes. Yeah. Wait, holy I shit! I just he, think like this should have like there should have never been a two and a three, and it should have just like. We, the sequel should have just yeah. been this. Your okay. parent company, Warner Brothers, is going to make <laughs> a sequel with I, or without. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a little sweeter. I was a little sweeter on the movie, I think, than uh, Tiggs and Russ, but definitely not as much as you, Pete. But I think that there was something, I think, more there that I think a lot of people that were just angry at this movie um so i don't know yeah i I, it's a movie that it's the only movie on this list i've seen a bunch of movies several times um uh, my number one is the movie i've seen the most we'll get to that later um but this is the only movie this year that i saw in theaters twice wow Uh, wow i my thing about the second half is that i think it has its silly fun conversation about where it thinks like the fun idea about being a, a movie about the movie and all that sort of stuff. I think the second half is the true idea of where it actually thinks we are in the world and what a matrix would mean now. And there's that, that, that first monologue of when the anal- analysis is like revealed, kind of revealed himself to be the true, like the new architect of the matrix when he talks about it, just being about um, despair and fear this idea of like being too afraid to lose what you have to try to risk anything else and i think that's when the movie when it goes to everything else that in it it thought it finds a way to make a point that a new matrix movie works now i do wish the action was good though (laughs) i don't care about that i because i i I know I don't think there's a way that you I don't think there's a way that you could do the action to make people happy. I know, yeah, but I think right. they found a way to make me not happy. Yep. By just showing him force push stuff. Oh, I uh, see, but I I like cuz it's just I don't <laughs> want to fight. Do he's the movie saying I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to do this. And there's a moment when he's fighting um the new Smith that he does the like. He does yeah. the I think Jonathan Groff Jonathan Groff I would nominate for best supporting actor. Um, granted, the, the, my best supporting actor winner is not going to get nominated, and I'm pissed. Um, we'll get to that on our Oscar cast. Um, 
but there's a point in which he's he's full on doing trying to do the fight with Smith. Smith has made him fight, and he, there's a one point in the fight when he actually does the like force field. I don't want to do this, and the look Jonathan Groff gives him of like I am so mad and disappointed, but like I'm also sad that we can't do this thing we do, Neo, and I love that movie that moment makes the rest of the action click for me and in such a way that's my number two um i as i said i've seen it twice i want to desperately see it again it it, i loved it um and and it's one of those like i have no i don't care if people don't like it but i do want to talk to you about it (laughs) like i don't i don't i have because like i i love talk i want to talk about this movie so desperately i think it's fantastic um so let's Honorable mentions or worst? Uh, let's start with honorable. Let's let's do let's give it some sugar before we give it some the opposite of that. Uh, so, <laughs> I'll, I, I, since I already mentioned some some things, uh, my eleven through fifteen, I think every single one of these appeared on other lists, and these are my I can't believe they're eleven through fifteen. Was uh, Green Knight, Pig, Drive My Car, Titan, and Red Rocket? Nice. Uh, oh wow! My... I'm shocked are not on my list. I'm not on my ten. Mine are um, Power of the Dog, Malignant, The Card Counter, Escape Room, Tournament of Champions, Hell and yeah. Werewolves Within. Oh, Tiggs, have you seen the extended cut of Tournament of Champions yet? No, I haven't yet, um, but it I really want to. It is a completely different movie. That's awesome. I can't. I, I, I really want to see it. Yeah. I forgot about Werewolves Within. So good. Uh, my uh, 11 through 15 would have been, and I... I some of them were mentioned, but uh, Pig, House of Gucci, The Humans, Tick Tick Boom, and Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I did. I, um, Tick Tick Boom is in my like my was sixteen to twenty. Um, that was so good. Anyway, uh, Alex, what's yours? Uh, yeah, that would be. Um, let's see, The Velvet Underground, nice. Spencer. Uh, Dune and Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah. Um, also, um, I totally forgot that nobody is a 2021. Yep, one. that was in my. That my would have been kind well. of like a little bit after that. Of one that I would suggest, a movie, I, I, Judas and the Black Messiah is a little bit lower on my list, but something that's rather high, just outside of the top 15, is The Father. I think is incredible. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was an Oscar last that year as well. So. It, anything Oscar last year, I just didn't even think about. But was that the Anthony Hopkins? Yeah. yeah. No, that was really, yeah. Okay, that was good. That was very, uh, very I, good. Like, like R.I.P. Chadwick, and I think he's incredible in Ma Rainey. Granted, Anthony Hopkins doesn't need another Oscar. He's incredible in The he Father. Is. Yeah. Um, whatchamacallit. Uh, yeah, Tick, Tick, Boom's down. Uh, I have I have a list of like 38. Tick, Tick, Boom's down on there. Malignant's down on there. Um, some... Spencer's on there. But yeah. Um, so there's one absolute worst that only... I only had one this year. Yeah. So does any Before we get to that, which I'm sure is going to win, even though not all of us saw it. Um, the only... Th- so the I, I was trying to think about uh, what I would consider worst. And while I haven't seen it, the movie that you guys pushed me away from seeing the most was Don't Breathe 2. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I would put it all the way down at the worst. Okay. But it, it's, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was such a disappointment. Okay. Um, um, 
Something that I would put up there, something that pissed me off and just is terrible, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I, I didn't want to be the one to say that because I don't think... I Here's the thing. I don't think it's probably, like, the worst technically or anything made movie. And I like it. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Uh, and I think that there's there's stuff... Exactly. I think that there's there's things that people do like about it and stuff. That just, but, man, not for me. Yeah. Um, I think Thunder Force is probably the worst movie of the year. Oh, I... I, did, I... I didn't think it was that. I, it wasn't good. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I'm one of the people that truly hate Space Jam: A New Legacy, but I know some people found. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, just, like, there's a really good bit with Don Cheadle yeah, dressed as Bill Belichick. Just mentioning it. Oh my uh, god! Wait, it's. I didn't hate Space Jam too. Sorry. Yeah. I, you know what? There's stuff. I think there's actually weirdly. I think it's stupid. I think that like it's it's a I I think it's bad in a lot of ways, but I think in a way that I want to just laugh at it, at it, yeah, and not like hate it. There's not like a lot of like I don't think about it at night. Um, I didn't see it, but man, is it music? Yeah, did that come out uh, this year? Here, I I couldn't remember if I had it on last year's list or this year's list, but I had basically two entries. I had. If if music was a last year movie, I because that was nominated, I think for Razzies or something. Mm-hmm. But needless to say, if it if it if music didn't count, I had Thunder Force, and if music d- did count, I had music being the worst movie ever made. Period. The end. It's not close. Yeah. Last year was Antebellum. Okay, oh then God, I forgot. Yeah, yeah this year, this year, yeah, music was like. February and Russ, you had talked about it already won worst of the year. I yeah. only watched the first 40 minutes, of, maybe even the first 25, 30 minutes. Of I'm it. shocked. I, anyone who gets 40, you must have gotten 20. Because yeah. No one gets 40 minutes in uh, and doesn't finish. Like, it's the kind of movie that if you get more than a half hour in, you're probably going to watch the whole thing. But if you didn't get more than a half hour in, I completely understand why. Yeah. It's. Nope. Uh, agreed. It's, Oh wait! What about Spiral? That was bad, right? It uh, was, yeah, bad, but bad. not not close. Like music is in a class by itself. I, oh, I, I think agree. music wins. I do want to call out um, the Forever Purge. Um, oh, that's that's that's. I didn't I didn't hate it that much, but yeah. I didn't like it. The it was the worst Purge. Bodyguard. That was a bad movie. That mm-hmm. was bad. Uh, Red Notice along the same lines while we're talking Notice. about yep. Red Notice was super bad. A lot of like a lot of action comedies just didn't hit. Didn't hit. At um, all. Tom and but Jerry. Thunder Force I thought was the worst of the movies. That, I think music was like the worst movie that's come out in twenty years. But yeah. like Thunder Force might have been the worst movie last year. Music yeah. is just like a whole. It's the Michael Jordan of bad movies. That's well done. Oh. Uh, Snake wow. Eyes. Uh, Candyman, all all terrible, terrible. But I, I didn't think... love Candyman. Didn't love Snake Eyes. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I, I think it's time for one. Or is that where we're at? It's time for one, baby. All right, Peter, you got to kick it off. You've been, I think, you've been last the last like two times. So give yeah, it, give it up. Hey, yeah, no problem. I'm. It's you know, guys. It's, it's been a tough couple of years, but I had two friends that got to go on a vacation. And it was a real soul douche. Um, my number one, I have seen all the way through three times, but I've fallen asleep high watching it in another three times. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
Okay. My number one of the year, no contest. It's 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 it, br- it brings me nothing but joy to think about to talk about. I want I watched it the other night. I want to watch it again. Uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh hell yeah, that's amazing. And this is take, broke my fucking heart. Um, you're welcome. You haven't seen this. Uh, this movie is as Alex said. It's got that like Austin Powers. I can't stop wanting to talk about or think about this movie, or I would watch it again. But as I said before, it's not utterly quotable. Every little joke you can yeah. – I've seen it so many times. I forget some of the bits when they come back around. And it's it stayed so fresh in my head that I've enjoyed every single viewing more or just as much. Yes. It's – it's I can't – I can't talk enough. And it – and. Tiggs, you gotta watch it. I I wanted to. I I don't think it's on Hulu anymore. I think it used to be, and then when I went to go and watch it, it wasn't there anymore, and that's why I, I ended up not watching it uh, over the last. Uh, uh, it is currently still on Hulu. It is. Yeah. I should try that search feature. No at some excuse. Point. No excuses. Um, try a boolean. So search. that's mine. Uh, because I don't know. I I have like guesses for other people's. Uh, the Tiggs, I never know what yours is, but it's always fun to have you at the end. Tiggs, I'm sorry. Russ. <laughs> Russ. Oh, they're talking. You got it. Oh, yeah, this is the first time we've communicated. Yeah. Hey, uh, so, uh, my number one. Uh, for lists that are, I think, the most different, Yeah. Um, we got the same number one, baby, Barb yeah. and Star. Yeah. Um, I have only seen i've seen barb and star i want to say i don't know a half a dozen times maybe eight times i've only seen it completely through twice because i'm usually very drunk or very high and it is the first it's the first choice in my mind when i get to a certain high point and it's unfortunately i need to push that time frame up because once i get that high i'm gonna fall asleep so I can tell you, I've seen 80% of this movie a billion times. And the 80% of the movie that I've seen is one of the funniest things. I never remember the jokes. The only thing I truly know in and out is like the boobies song from Richard Cheese oh, yeah. and Edgar's uh, song at the beach. But everything else, it's like, and the Trish stuff. But everything else is like a fun surprise every time. I've watched the movie probably every six weeks, <laughs> every six weeks to eight months. And I'm always surprised at how much I still like something like this is going like, to if 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 tapes still existed, this would be a tape that like the video store would have to just give me. <laughs> Yeah. Because that's how much I like it, and that's how many times I will put it on. It is my safe. It is my security blanket. It is the first thing I watched when I got out of the goddamn hospital. It is great. Love it, love it, love it. Can't say enough. Number one, and it was number one all year. Somebody dropped a guitar. It's, yeah. yeah, that was me. I knocked it over. I said, "Long, sorry." I was getting water. So, Kovios, tell us yours. Um, God, I. Hearing you guys talk again about Barb and Star uh, <laughs> makes me wish I put it higher because I um, forgot how much I loved it. And just kind of hearing people get excited about it makes me excited about it again. But I'm not blue to tell you my number one is The Green Knight. Nice. Um, I think that 
this movie is just like it's it's gorgeous it's it's it feels like folklore in itself like and i think that like like you're saying like it it, it brings up a lot of just i don't know important stuff and i just i don't know it's 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 one that like i connected to the most thought about the most um i thought it was just visually striking um it was both fantastical and grounded at the same time um it just really stuck with me um and i've been also you know anticipating it for so long for whatever two years yeah um i don't know it's yeah the green knight is the one that that just clicked for me and yeah number one uh and oh my god takes the time only one guy only one one left all right yeah and then there was one sometimes you watch a movie at the exact right time you got to watch it for me uh my my niece and nephew were over for christmas uh you know they live in chicago they were here for two weeks they came we all got covid uh and we were all (laughs) stuck inside for two weeks together um and the day that they left, I decided to watch Come On, Come On. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That was a great movie. Great movie. Um, and I watched it, and I laughed, and I cried, and I cried, and I laughed, and I just couldn't get enough of it, and I couldn't stop telling everyone that, like, you have to watch this movie. It is amazing. Uh, the performances are fantastic. I get... I understand everything that is happening in this movie um, and, and the longing that he, the, just like missing his nephew at the end of it and sending him the record, all of it. Uh, the, the scenes in New York, when he comes to New York, he's texting his sister, he's like, your son says he likes New York more than LA. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, this is great. I'd love this, right? That is, it was the exact right time for me to watch that movie and just to like really connect with everything about it. Um, I didn't know that was a movie that you could train for weeks to get ready to watch, yep. but you did it. <laughs> yep. And it was, it's amazing. Um, yep. If you haven't seen Come On, Come On, it's, you've got to watch it. you got to uh, watch it. Woody Norman is on my personal best supporting actor oh, list. Oh, so good. Kid delivers a annoying little kid performance that is so fucking real. Yep. I think he's incredible. Oh. He's very be funny when you can. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just uh, just to wrap before uh, Alex needs to run. Um, yeah. So uh, as oh, every yeah. year, give movies a score ten for number one, and goes on down from there. So our top, I guess five, tied for fifth place: Mitchell's versus Machines and Titan. Nice. Yep. Uh, Mitchell's versus Machines, the only movie that we all share. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, oh, it's because Green Knight did make your list. Okay, yeah. Green Knight just dropped off my list. Um, uh, after that, uh, Last Duel, baby. Bullshit. Ah, what? Wow, yeah. We Last did it, guys. Four. Oh. And I, I, you guys, I know you're, 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 you're wonderful people. You have to give this movie a try. Um, number three, Green Knight with 22 points. Uh, yeah, just fell off my list so close to being in the number 10. But I, Mitchell's in the Machines is like, that's a 10-spot movie. Yeah. I might like Green Knight better, but Mitchell's is a 10 for me. Um, and then with 23 points, because it's on close to the top for three lists is Dune. Yeah. Um, 
just ahead of Green Knight, but the winner, because it's the double one, is Bargain Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0.1, thrice <laughs> upon a time. Thank you all for listening to the Movie Movie Podcast. <laughs> it's Barbin Star, baby. Takes you have to watch it. I, I know, Take, I know. I can't believe you didn't see it. That's that's crazy to me. I yeah, know. right now it has 24 points. Takes, if you watch it, I think it would be in the running for our highest scoring movie ever. I mean, I could say the same thing about Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0.1 thrice upon a time, but, you know, I'm not going to make that kind of statement right now at the end of this. But, you know, but Tiggs, like, you got Evangelion in there, and it's tied for 10 with uh, The Matrix, so that's something. That's something. I'll take it. I'll take it. Because Pig pig is just behind those, Licorice Peach is just behind those. Uh, pig just and then, come on, come on, got 10 for first yes. place. So, so you did some work uh, at the bottom of that. List. I got to, uh, let, as yeah. always. Wait, <laughs> uh, wait so I was going to ask, wait, where did uh, Titan end up again? Tied for, tied uh, for fifth with Mitchell tied versus the Machines. You know, oh, tied for most fifth. similar to. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of. Both about, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. I don't like that at all. That's that's weird. That is that is a weird placement. Um, it, it, yeah. it's, it's the thing. My eleven through fifteen. If I watch one of those movies a second time, they might blow up my list. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, that's that's why I I spent a lot of time making the eleven the the ten to fifteen, and then it 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 took me a good while to break that down to ten. But I kept looking at that eleven to fifteen. Like I don't know yeah. if I feel good about this. So I, I left it for like two days. I made one change and then I never looked at it again because I knew if I went back to it, something would be different. And uh, it's one of those years where my eight through 12 could have changed a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I will say fantastic. All these are great lists. Like I'm. Yeah. Everything yeah. Like, that I didn't see on these, I want to. And yeah. it's... especially the ones that include the last duel. Great less. I mean, I, I, two of those, well, whatever. The only uh, things I truly uh, am like, no, is I'm joking with the last duel. One day I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, but Evangelion, I don't know shit about it, and I don't want to. Yeah. No, uh, it's, it's very good. And a, a the last statement. duel, it's it's fun to hate a movie that's probably better than House of Gucci and love House of Gucci. <laughs> I, but yeah. this is just who I am. Yeah. I, uh, now, yeah. now on principle, I just don't want to see it. To be yeah. fair, uh, Russ, I saw Nine Days when we first talked about it on the podcast, and I randomly started thinking about that movie months later, and I need to watch it a second time. Oh, it's great. Um, but can we do completely get it, why it wouldn't be on someone's list? Yeah. Um, I, I know this might be a presumptuous thing to ask, but I think we should be doing a um, commentary track to Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, I 100% think that we have to do that. I would yeah. not hate that I'm at all. It's so stupid and good. I think it's a fantastic yeah. idea. But uh, Oscars are announced on Monday, I oh, believe. Oh, so. shit. All right, so, or, so or fingers crossed for Raccoon City. Either they're announced or voting ends, but Oscars are being announced very, very soon. That's exciting. I, is it earlier or later or the same time? Well, it's I know early, the Oscars are later, but earlier compared to last year, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, right. Exactly. Last year was what, like April or something like that? Not the, not the, not the nominations, but the actual ceremony. I don't remember anymore. Uh, they were. It was late. They might have. That was really late. 
and they they extended. They might have been like only a month later, but they extended the the period like what you call up uh, two months into the year. Mm. And watch Shiva Baby, guys. It's great. It doesn't take long. As I said, I there I I watched Dune at like eleven o'clock at night because I was like I think I might have enough time for Dune, but I know I don't have enough time for Shiva Baby, even though it's like a quarter of the length. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> This was a good list. This was a good year. This is a very good year. I've got a lot that I still really yeah. want to see. Oh, that, that's actually a different Russell Crowe movie you're thinking. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, Alex, do you have to get out of here? We should end this soon. I know you got to get yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look forward to next time where we debate the merits of the meta commentary of The Matrix versus Scream. Um, it'll be very fun. Um, you can find us on the webmovemoviepodcast.com. You can find Russ everywhere. As Russ Incredible, you can find Peter on Letterboxd as Pete, Peter Petey. You can find me on Letterboxd and Strava as Johnny Tiggs. And Alex, you can find him doing karaoke. I, no, we, I, well, I got to go do that right now. But wait, guys, I did actually, I got an Instagram this last week. No way. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Is it called The Last Duel? Uh, yeah, it's called Last Duel Fan 420. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's your Instagram? So I, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I think it's just Alex Kofis. I want, yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, right. I'm saying I'm getting into it, guys. I'm going to become a social media maven. Find me on TikTok. Oh, jeez. Influencer. Well, we'll thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next time on the movie, movie podcast. Hey.